they buried me in the water and I came out new. <laughs> now I'm baptized in blue. Welcome to the Officer Autumn Podcast, the only podcast designed specifically for female cops in mind. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. If you love the music, go check out One Time Music. He's a fellow Leo. You can check him out in the show notes. And his full song, Baptized in Blue, is at the end of this episode. Sheepdog Nation, I'm so excited to have this guest on the podcast. He is a fellow street cop instructor. Shane, can you please introduce yourself? Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on, Autumn. Um, my name is Shane Morgan. I've been instructor with street cop training for approximately the last year. Um, I teach a class called Flipping Informants on Cultivating Informants, a class geared towards I would say the first 24 hours of encountering a potential informant. It's uh, you could spend a long amount of time talking about CIs. You could probably spend a, easily a week and then a lifetime of experience after that. But I try to narrow it down to that. What's that first 24 hours of making a pitch to someone, getting them to, to jump on the team, the, the different motivations that could be accompanied with a CI. I have to tell you, this is all typically accomplished on the street in uniform by patrol. So I beat this point home in class on social media. There's a tendency for us to kind of wait for the guys and girls in the jeans and the t-shirts to come and do these things. But in order for us as street cops to be positioned to win, we have to be ready to talk to people like it's the first and last time we are ever going to have contact with them. So that's the whole point of this class. I love it. Like I said, I've been teaching for a year and it's been uh, really rewarding to me get to meet people like you from all across the country. Best networking experience I could, I could have. I'm excited. I'm really excited to dive into this topic. I think, uh, I think our listeners are going to be pumped up because this is, I mean, this just, to me, this isn't something that your subject, your class, you, you know, this topic just in my opinion, isn't talked about very much, you know, and it's, uh, but it's really important. So let's talk about the importance of it, Shane. Like, why is this important? So like I kind of just, just said, like, this could be the first and last time you speak to someone. So there is no one in a better position to intercept fresh information than a street cop. And I say in class, I say as much as I can, you could actually uncover something that could help save a cop's life. You could get a, a piece of information that could help save a human trafficking victim. How? By taking the time to ask questions, by taking the right approach to people, by never compromising officer safety, but when the dust has settled, or whenever you can speak to someone in a more private setting at the police department, or maybe you're encountering someone in a different capacity on the street, a victim or witness of a crime, um, taking that opportunity to, to speak to them to and try to gain as much intelligence as possible. And you would be amazed by the things uh, that people can uncover by just taking the time to ask. So clearly some people are gonna be harder to speak to than others. Some people require a little bit more, a uh, little bit more lead up, a little bit more work ahead of time. But you'd be amazed at how many people will actually just begin to talk to you because you're approaching them differently than every other cop that's ever spoken to in their life before. I think, I think communication is so huge in our jobs. Being being a cop, if you cannot communicate, please fucking go take some classes <laughs> and learn. Sure. Right? Yeah, definitely. If I could boil this whole like mindset of flipping CIs of generating information down to one thing, I'll give the whole class away right now. With you just said, communicate. The second is being kind. What are you doing to distance yourself from every cop that's ever written them a ticket or read them the riot act on the side of the road? What are you doing to distance yourselves from them 
as far as approach and your approach to gain information, to gain their cooperation. Because my goal when speaking to a potential informant or teaching people to speak to potential informants is I don't just want to speak to them now. I want them to call me the next time they are uh, in a case or I want them to call me 10 years from now because we treated them fairly and they remembered, you know what, I'm going to call when they are in, in a pinch or they have information they feel like is really important. Who do you think they're going to call? Because we we started this relationship out. It was a very strong foundation on the street, the street cops. That's, you know, I got to I got to tell you that that's I love underlining that underlining that point right there. Shane, let's back it up real quick. So tell us like can you tell us a little bit about like your experience like your career sure sure so i've been on the job 14 years um a police officer in new jersey and i've been in strictly uh proactive capacity in narcotics unit for the past 10 years so i haven't been uh my my uh i was only on the street for a few years in uniform and i was able to get into just narcotics gangs guns drugs it's a strictly proactive environment I'm a, I'm a hungry person. I love being proactive. This is the job for me. So I get to pinch myself every day. Um, clearly, it's just the job I'm supposed to be in. I love it. I look forward to going to work. And um, I, have, I have a thing I like to say, especially when teaching about drug identification or trends or things like this. If, if we as cops think that we can put something on a PowerPoint and teach it or like even speak about it in a, com in a context like this on a podcast, if we think we can talk about current trends or what's going on in the street that we haven't figured out, we're wrong. The best street cops are the ones that are creative, the ones that are always thinking one step ahead, the ones that are evolving with the streets because the streets are constantly changing. Who would have thought, you know, 14 years ago, we'd have cops on segways or smoking e-cigs or, you know, the apps, you know, the things like what we look at the Jetsons now in comparison to what 14 years ago, and it's only halfway through. So just the thing, the way things have evolved, these apps were, you know, undercover work on FaceTime, things, things that have just, the, the, the streets have taken a different, uh, a different turn. So if we can't be, be able to adapt to that, if we can't uh, be open to, to being creative, uh, we're just, we're just going to always be playing catch up on this job. So true. How did you get into this? Like, how'd you get into your unit? Like, what would you do as a street cop to like earn this? So, um, being on the other end of the phone call, cultivating people and then having literally no idea calling somebody dispatch saying hey can i speak to a narcotics detective flipping people and turning them over and kind of never knowing what would happen to them and i loved i love the pulse of street level investigations i love what you said already communicating with people breaking down i'm a people person i do i will talk to literally everybody um, i was just gonna ask that are yeah. you a people person <laughs> i will talk to you i will talk to anybody um so I eventually reached the point where I just wanted to be on the other side of that phone call. I wanted to see uh, what we could, what could happen with, you know, when you flip someone, then what, like, what's the next level? What is, what is the next rung up the ladder? How far does that take you? And now looking back, I can see cases that have taken us out of the country, like information that is linked directly to cartels. Um, I mean, this is, this is like movie stuff that I just can't believe that, uh, that, that happens in, in the suburbs, wherever you're at, you're in Maine, I'm in Jersey, like it, there, it's all over. Mm -hmm. Um, and people have a tendency to kind of put it on a pedestal and say, oh, no, that only happens at the border or things only happen, you know, you know, if the city, no, it happens in, you know, small town USA every day of the week. So I, uh, I, I truly, I truly love it. I hope I get to, you know, finish my career out doing what I'm doing. We got to go back for a second. We got to talk about Jersey for just a minute. 
What the fuck is up with Jersey's age like cutoff? You can't be a cop. You can't go and be a cop if you're older than 35. Is that how it is at your department? No, it's a, it, that's a pension thing. So you can be a cop after 35, just in a different pension system. So you can be a cop after 35. Yeah. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 65 is the max if you have to retire. Oh, um, okay. That, okay. Yep. That makes sense. It's a, talk- it's a big drop off like pension difference, but it's a, but you're still able to get on the job. Okay. Cause we got, we have a lot of people, a lot of women who are, have life experience and I'm like, fucking go, you know, we need 30 year olds, 40 year olds in this job, man, because you know, we're the ones with life experience. And who point. do you think are going to be the best communicators? That's with it. Life experience who can break down someone faster, especially like someone that's a younger, younger suspect or someone younger that you're speaking to who's in a better position to communicate with people than those people that have plenty of life experience. That's it. So Shane, if somebody doesn't know, what the hell is flipping informants? Um, flipping informants is is making contact with people and getting getting them to um, give us information. They would I would say we can they would typically consider to be uncomfortable speaking to the police. The informant is someone that whether they're out there doing buys or they're giving us information that's going to lead to a certain um, aspect of the case, they are doing something they've never pictured themselves doing. They've been conditioned. You've been conditioned. I have from a young age. Don't speak to the police. Don't tell on each other. What's the earliest memory you have of hearing about being a tattletale? We are conditioned not to tell, especially when it comes to the cops. So think of all the preconceived notions. What's the one thing that's out there constantly? Snitches get stitches. Don't be a rat. People literally can correlate self-preservation to being a CI. Like I'm going to get killed if I speak to the police. When as street cops, we take great pride in being able to keep CIs in as a very vague status as far as the things we can do with them. We take great pride in keeping them in the shadows while we do the investigation, but they are kind of the whispers. They're the things that can help guide our hand in order to, to, uh, to get a case. So flipping informants is that, like I said, that first 24 hours when you were it, the, the art of the flip, getting mm-hmm. someone to go from that I'm never speaking to the police to, okay, I'm now signing the document that says I'm going to be an informant with the cops. It's that, it's that first 24 hours. Now, like I said, you could write a book. You can, you can take hours and hours of training on the management of CIs. And if you think you have CIs figured out, you're wrong. If you think there's a black and white manual on how to work with them, buy it for me because I'd love to have it. There is a lifetime of experience after that. But the art of the flip, the flipping informants is something very early stages, getting them to take that leap. And like I said earlier, some people are going to be uh, easier than others. And there's also different levels of CI. So some people might be willing to give you information or you might have someone that like that just wants to give information to clean up the neighborhood, but they're not in a position to buy. Maybe they see the same rental vehicle. They see the same car for the neighbor's house every single day. And they're giving you information. They're a confidential source, but they're not in a position. They're not, you're not going to ask them to buy drugs for you, you know, or as an informant. So there's different levels of CIs. And you know, I'm sure this podcast isn't enough. We don't have enough time to get into all that, but you know, it, not everything's going to be. Um, I try to tell, like, not everything's going to be this sell your soul moment. You know, that you're going to be taking the witness stand. It's not. It's not like that at all. I think that's a really good point that there's different levels of CIs too, because we have a lot of different levels of listeners, right? So, sure. do you have to like? Do you have to be like? a detective or in a narcotics or, you know, the gang unit or anything like that to start doing this? Or could you just start doing this right on patrol? I would, we can't do it without patrol. I say in the class, 
because one of the, the top ways that CIs are cultivated are by patrol. Now, I'm sure there's going to be a narc out there somewhere in the United States that says, I, I can do this on my own, but they're a liar. They're crazy. Okay. They, like, we cannot do patrol is the heartbeat of CI cultivation. We cannot do what we do. CI is at, or the freshest fish are being caught out there by patrol. Who is in a better position to tell us something new? That sleeper that we had no idea about was out the person that was out there involved in human trafficking, burglary, whatever. Um, who do you think is going to know about where stolen goods are being kept? Where about recent information about a homicide? CIs. So patrol, midnight shift, whenever, on the street, in uniform. 100%. Now, I could, I could never have been successful if I did not have relationships with people on the street, men and women. And sometimes I can tell you for a fact, women are some of the best street cops and can break people down even faster than men, for sure. Yeah, because we're less intimidating naturally, right? <laughs> I mean, I, like I don't it. know. I don't know. And then you meet some of these women and they're fucking intimidating as fuck. So I don't know. Yep. I don't know if that's I don't know if that's real or not, but I, I think women naturally are better communicators. We are. Atten and attention to detail. They may pick up on things that a male street cop doesn't. You know, the, definitely. I've gotten yeah. plenty of phone calls from female street cops. I love that. And so so okay, so let's go back. So for the for the woman or the man, but for the officer who's on patrol right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Who's listening to this conversation and they're like, yeah, I want to, I want to start doing this. I want to do better with this. Like, what would you give them for like some first steps? Don't take anything personal. Mm -hmm. So I don't, I don't have to like the person I'm speaking to. I don't have to like, uh, I don't have to like a drug addict. I don't have to like someone who's a burglar. You have to put your personal preferences, your personal um, feelings about somebody aside. When doing this because there is a tendency when click click the handcuffs go on to lock the door throw away the key hey like this marin super troopers taking a hero pick in front of the uh, bales of marijuana right like just hey now we're let's celebrate no but <laughs> like you have some of the best information sitting there uh, like in handcuffs waiting to speak to you or like i talk about in class one of the biggest ways cis are cultivated or walk-in cis so i put a, a uh gif in the uh in the presentation um, of, of Dwight Schrute rolling his eyes. Like, what do we do when we get a walk-in? And you're on the street, you're getting a cup of coffee, whatever, you're trying to sit on the side of the road and find something, you get a call. We're find a headquarters for a walk-in. What do we do? We roll our eyes. Oh, here we go again. Because why? Could be someone that has some off-the-wall complaint or whatever. It's just, it's a walk-in. However, some of the best CIs, if you have an ax to grind, where are you going to go to, to speak with the police? You're going to get right to the police department. Mm -hmm. You know, so... Don't look, don't take anything personally, take, treat every interaction as, um, I, I talk about the low part exchange where, um, in crime scene, crime scene principle or two objects can't come in contact with each other without a transfer. So if they're getting information from you, what information are we getting from them? What's the low part principle? What are, if they're working you, how much, how are we working them for info? Also mm -hmm. taking something away from every interaction, no matter what it is, just something small. That's my best piece of advice. And you'll be, like I said earlier, you'll be amazed at what people are willing to say to you once you get that ball rolling. And once they start, a lot of times you wind up having to get them to shut up eventually because you've been talking to them for an hour or two. You know? Yeah. It, yeah. So, like, do you, from your day to day, or did you, I think, because I'm pretty sure I saw a picture of you with like hair down to your ass. <laughs> 
So like, did you like, is it, like, did you, would you go undercover? Is that part of this? Uh, that was, that was a, uh, that was a part of it. I don't, I don't know. Uh, I've talked about that much stuff too much, but it was definitely a part of it. And I could tell you, I, in, in class, I, for the undercover officers in the class, I definitely uh, have some pointers about how to, you have to do things differently as an undercover cop too, or as an undercover, especially female cop, because working undercover as a female, not that I ever experienced that, but knowing colleagues, um, they have a whole different set of things that they have to be worried about and the way they have to train and be ready for. Um, so you, you have to deal with CIs on that aspect of things a little bit differently than you would as a street cop, because as an undercover cop, you could be fruits of a poisonous tree with a CI. If your CI owes somebody money, if your CI uh, is as can, they can put you in a bind very quickly and you have no idea about it, where yeah. some a, a street cop in uniform isn't necessarily going to know to look out for certain things in the UC world. It's a completely different animal when it comes to uh, working CIs or debriefing CIs, CI introductions. That's a beast in all, <laughs> all in itself. Let me tell you. How do you learn about like going undercover and shit like that? How did you learn? Trainings, um, you know, colleagues. Sometimes you just can't dig a ditch in a classroom. You have to go out there and pick up a shovel. You know? And so um, trial, trial and error. Yeah. So like, you don't get to you don't get to just flip a switch and be like, hey, just showtime. I am now autumn. You don't get to just flip a switch and be somebody different. So. If you have a difficulty speaking to people in real life, you're not just going to automatically go out there and be, have the ability to speak to people in the undercover world either. So sometimes preparation or thinking about the things you need to say. Um, your truest self comes out when you are under stress. If you think you're not under stress in that world, I'm going to tell you, you're going to learn really fast. <laughs> what do you think like the craziest situation? Can you talk about any kind of situation that you thought was kind of crazy that you had been in? I can't. Yeah, I can't. Uh, can't can't get into that stuff i'm sorry i was no, much as i'd okay. like to <laughs> no that's yeah. okay like i like visualize like movie shit and it's scared i'll be honest with you um so i worked with um the, the human trafficking task force the federal one up here in maine mm-hmm. and they wanted me to this probably has nothing to do with you but i'm just gonna we're just gonna go there and, sure. um i they wanted me to be a prostitute like stage as a prostitute or whatever i could never fucking do that i was it doesn't matter it doesn't matter i yep second degree black belt can handle my shit i've been punched <laughs> in the head knocked out fucking broken face like i don't matter i was freaking out i think it takes like a certain kind of person and especially a woman who is gonna be like a prostitute i think it takes a special kind of person to be like go undercover you know what i mean sure it definitely definitely does yeah and it's a commitment something that you don't just some of the stuff some people are involved in or it's not like you just turn the uh turn punch out on the way home like you're looking over your shoulder you're waiting you're waiting for people to get out of prison it's not a not a uh fun feeling no hell no and that's why <laughs> ladies who's listening to this that's you know that's why you gotta go you gotta train you gotta take martial arts man you gotta know how to handle yourself you know male and mm-hmm. female male and female that's not, has nothing to do with a gender but you know sure. since I just preach that all the time. I think that's really important. Absolutely. Um, Shane, like, what do you, what could you leave us with? Like, what do you think is super important for us to know? Um, at like about informants, like what can we accomplish by flipping them and becoming good at flipping them? The sky is the limit. 
I open up one of the first slides I say is just or the picture of a ripple on the water. And, or as we say in South Jersey, the water. The water. <laughs> so, yeah. so you literally have no idea the ripple effect of your actions mm -hmm. on this job, especially when cultivating a new informant. It, saving a cop's life is probably the best case scenario. Getting officer safety issues, uh, uh, officer safety issues that you can document, put out safety bulletins, whatever. Who are your eyes and ears in the street? Who, who is in the best position to hear things for, for you other than potential CIs? Um, I would have to say that that's the best. You have no idea on patrol what you can call today. I can speak about things in class that I can't say in forums like this, but give some some examples. But you have no idea in uniform the thing, the ripple effect that you will have on this on this job on public safety, saving saving someone. Dennis has people on podcasts. You heard that it, it is not that strange to save a victim of human trafficking, a child sex trafficking victim. Right. Who's going to hear things like that? Who? Uh, it's not just all gangs, guns, drugs. Uh, at the end of the day, um, that's my best piece of advice would be to once again just to drive this point home. Literally, talk to everyone you can. Rem remember, sometimes the right people are charged with the right crimes. Some people have to go to prison. Some people have to sit down. But if you can take that interaction and get information for somebody that could could save save someone, do it every single time. We wear it on our shirts at Street Cop. We have it on the logo. Site is Siri. What's it mean? Position to win. No one is positioned to win more than street cops when they take the time to to gather this kind of information. When a body could drop somewhere and the first thing is going to happen, is the cell phones come out calling the sources in that area. What did you see? What did you hear? What are the streets saying? What's the pulse of this investigation? What's the pulse of the street? Um, it, and I know this is a uh, you know female street cop or a podcast or female you know podcast. It doesn't matter, guy, girl, and different. I can't say it enough. Sometimes females are the best. People will say things to female cops. They probably wouldn't feel comfortable saying to a male police officer or, or vice versa. But I'm just saying, don't be don't be timid. Don't be intimidated that uh, it doesn't have to be people coming in a football jersey, jeans and Tim's with the uh, with, with a Denzel Washington you know, training day badge around their neck. It can be it can be female street cops, probably more than anybody else. Yes. And I love that. That's good. That's motivating. Fucking motivating as hell. I want um in in and as we wrap this up, because I always love to leave the end like with like power packed. Although I really have to tell you, I feel like I learned a lot even in just the 20 minutes we've been chatting. <laughs> um, good. What how do we let's say I'm not very good at talk I'm good at talking to people, but let's just fucking say I'm not, okay? Because I could talk mm -hmm. about I could talk about like the sky, and I think you're that way too. But like, is that like how do how do street cops just start talking to people? Like, I seems to be a really big hang up. Like, what? How do you always break the ice? Sure, there there are different. There's gonna be different icebreakers for you than there are for me. You probably know your own icebreakers. Whoever's listening, but there is literally sometimes a script. And if you take the class or if you want to reach out to me, there are ways I can help you. Where um or contact your local task force. There are sometimes uh, debriefing sheets where maybe if you do break the ice, then they can help you like, hey, ask this, 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 and this. That way, if nobody's answering the phone in the middle of the night, if they wanna to speak to you, if you can at least answer these questions, fill this out, document this kind of information, instead of just saying, oh, this person wants to cooperate. Okay, well, I'll take your number, I'll take your information. Somebody's gonna be reaching out to you in a few days when it's convenient for them during bankers hours. Statistics show that they, those people are not going to answer the phone. So if you're not good at speaking to people, try. You have to put yourself out there 
You have to, it, you're, you're going to make mistakes. Thomas Edison said, uh, not to quote him exactly, but he made, he didn't invent, the, the, uh, he didn't come up with one good idea. He invented thousands of ideas that didn't work, something in that effect. So it took thousands of attempts to mm -hmm. invent the light bulb, but he also discovered many ways that didn't work. So you got to go out there and fall flat on your face sometimes. If you think you're just going to be out, go out and be perfect, no, you are going to learn from the mistakes. And the difference between you and somebody else that might not be successful is one, they're not willing to try, and two, that they're not willing to make mistakes. You know, they're not willing to look like an idiot. Um, so I definitely said, like, you learn from your learn from your mistakes. You're going to get better every time. I'm going to do one more cliche. It's chess, not checkers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I love that. Love it. Shane, where can we like, where can we find you? Where can we? Um, it's Instagram at Shane Morgan SCT. Um, I'm also on the, uh, on the, if you're, you want to join the Facebook groups for street cop, we have a uh, private group law enforcement only. If you, uh, you can join the group like that. We connect through there. We have on demand uh, trainings for all of our instructors and super proud of the street cop family. Everything, everybody's bringing fire on their, on their classes. And uh, I'm on demand, the on demand version of my class. That you can uh, take and then you can take it free in person. Yeah. So uh, everybody here. listening, I'm I, always here to help. Don't ever hesitate to reach out to me. It's amazing. And we will. And everybody listening, you can take a street cop on demand class. So like, if you're like me and you need the information right this fucking second, you can get right over there and you can take the on demand. And then whenever the instructor for that class is around or wherever they are, and you want to go to an in-person class, you can go to that in-person class for free. That's cool. Shane, it's awesome to have you here. It's such an honor to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. And we'll see you. You're welcome. I'll see you next time. All right. See you soon. They buried me in the water and I came out new. <laughs> now I'm baptized in
What about the kids? Uh, what about the spouse? Yeah, now who gon' put food inside them babies' mouth? It's a bigger picture when the officer down. Domino effect, Blue Nation, family, country, and town. The media don't cover us. Huh. Well, maybe Fox, cause MSNBC and CNN surely don't care about cops. Politicians more concerned about protecting the legal instead of laying the law down and protecting the people. Let me get off my soapbox before I curse. I don't see way too many cops riding in hearse. Well, I wouldn't expect you to understand what I do. Only the thin blue light, cause they baptized. <laughs> In blue, uh. I'm a fighter, I'm a winner, never quit, I refuse to lose, I got heart and I got gritty, I'm a warrior, that's been baptized in blue, I'm a warrior, that's been baptized in blue, I'm a fighter. I'm gonna complete it if that means being deleted. I live with the credence. I do this for the combat vets and LEOs when I'm suited, ready to go. It's either friend or foe only. Lord knows what my future's in store. I only kill with the hope to see more. So God don't close that door. If I take a life, it's him or me. With the host to survive, not big a tree. I go in situations that you cannot imagine. Deal with things that you cannot fathom. No, it buts or rather. I'd rather fight for cause than live for nothing. So when you read my head, don't you know I die for something? You hypersensitive, she complain by justified force. You blame the cops first. That don't work, you blame the courts. But I wouldn't expect you to understand what I do. Only the thin blue line, cause they baptized in blue. Um, I'm a fighter. When I never quit, I refuse to lose. I got heart and I got gritty. I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue. I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue. I'm a fighter, never win or never quit. I refuse to lose. I got heart and I got gritty. I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue. I'm a warrior that's been baptized in blue. Oh.